Welcome to the threesome, y'all. This is the podcast where the three of us try to discuss at least three topics each week without the show tunes. If you are back for more of this mess, we thank you for putting up with us once again. And if this is your first time with us, we're so glad you found us and we do apologize in advance. If the three of us, in case you do not know, are our point person and optimistic realist, we call her Star. The sun will come out tomorrow. Nah. Will it? Anyway, uh, (laughs) our man in the middle, in our voice of reason, we call him Magic. Dear rappers, the people that you watch on the internet battling don't get paid if they get into a fight. You, in real life, can get punched in your face for talking crazy. (laughs) And bringing up the rear, as always, I identify as the pragmatic contrarian of the group. And... Damn. I am called Storm. <laughs> uh, it's been a long work week, people. Um, job. What? <laughs> I didn't He's know you were employed. Oh, well, so much you don't know. Cool. But, um, yeah. It's been a long week. In a good way, though, I guess. But that's beside the point. Black love, y'all. Give it up. All right. <laughs> or don't. I mean, whatever. Listen, it's a dying breed of black men that loves black women. I'm all in. So, okay. So that brings me to the topic about... I was watching this two-part YouTube series about uh, called The Myth of Black Love. And it talked about a lot of things in the video, but the overwhelming um, subject was basically how as Black women from childhood, um, a lot of us are sold the, the dream of, you know, growing up and finding a good husband, you know, a good man and, you know, eventually the husband and having kids and whatever, the picket fence, the whole thing. So, um, and that our commitment, you know, is normally to the black man. Whereas with most black men, I mean, not most, I'm going to, that's, that's wrong. With a lot of black men, um, it's not in return, you know, they don't have that same commitment to us is as far as like dating us and marrying us and um, as we do to them. And I mean, the video is real interesting because it talked about a lot of things like, you know, the shortage of black men, but then that's also compounded with the shortage of marriageable black men. Um, and what she considered marriageable was someone who you know, gainfully employed and, um, you know, is able to, well, that wasn't a part of the classification, but she did talk about that. Should have been. She did talk about that whole, she did talk about that whole syndrome because, you know, with the shortage, there came this rise in the, uh, 
attitude of a lot of black men that they were, you know, high value real estate, you know, and that, yeah. yeah, And that, you know, the woman basically had to do all the caping for him and he could go out there and do whatever it was that he, you know, wanted to because, you know, because of the shortage, just like, okay, well, where's she going? And I mean, like I said, you guys got to watch that because it's, it's really interesting, but it got me to thinking about how I was never sold that dream of, oh, you know, be a good, nice little housewife, learn how to cook, clean, do all this other stuff, you know, so that you can grow up and take care of your man. Um, I... I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm I say that with sarcasm in my voice, but those who choose to do that, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's just not for everybody. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but my point is that um, that was not taught in my house. Yeah, and it wasn't necessary. It wasn't taught in my house either. You know, but there are a lot of households. I don't know if it's so common these days, but. In our age range, I'll say 40 plus, you know what I mean? That was, you know, the thing. Just grow up. I don't know that that was the thing. I mean. In a lot of households. Yeah. I don't know about a lot. Again, we grew up in very different places (laughs) Um, because that wasn't really a well, it didn't seem to be a thing where I grew up. Matter of fact, the first person I encountered that had been taught that, I was taken aback, aback, I tell you, that her mother would say these things to her. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, your mom told you that? Um, as I think I told you guys this story. Um, she showed me her report card, and it was like a whole bunch of you know, I, I barely passed with a D and, you know, a couple of Fs. And I was like, ooh, you're going to get killed when you get home. Mm-hmm. And the response was, oh, my mom doesn't care about my grades, um, you know, because I'm just going to graduate from high school and get married to a soldier. <laughs> and I was like, what? But what? Like, like that was just plan. amazing. Yeah, like like that was the plan. Like that was what I guess she was being taught that that's what she was good for. And like that I was when I tell you this was in high school and I was taken aback because that was the first time I had ever heard any such from any of my friends. So that means um, yeah. left a lot of women pregnant by military dudes who were not there. Well, yes, <laughs> but even those people were not being told that this is all you're good for is my point. Like they weren't sold this. You need to be a housewife. Fantasy. Fantasy. It was nah, you know, you need to get your ass in that classroom and finish school, you know, so that you can take care of this baby that you done had or whatever, you know. It was never, you need to learn how to be a good housewife. Like, that was never the thing. But, um, and also, well, I don't know. 
It could be. Country like, areas I, I, where I think it was taught more so than further north. Well, and I was also going to say, I also grew up in what could only be described as very close to the great American melting pot. So, I mean, back when I was on Facebook years ago, um, I remember someone said to me, hey, are any of your friends married to black men? And it was a legitimate question <laughs> because yeah, a lot of my friends are been not. Around. Well, and, well, but I'm saying like a lot, many of my friends are not like, you know, black couples many of are my going friends. extinct except for in like five cities. Um, but I mean, so my, so I guess my point is, I don't know. I don't know if it's a function of where you grew up. Like, okay. Like I, I grew up in the same place as my friends, but I've never dated anyone who, well, that's not true. <laughs> I've never seriously dated anyone mm. who wasn't black and i've never dated or dealt with anybody who um wasn't black and it's it's crazy because like for some reason or another white men love up in detroit (laughs) well i mean (laughs) even though but still even with that even though even with that like white men love me for whatever reason you understand what i'm saying like I get more play from like white dudes and Hispanic dudes than I do from black men. Um, okay. And hell, and even some Asian guys, which yeah, whatever. But um, I mean, not, equal opportunity know. racist here. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. It, the I'm thing about with it you, is, it's racial, not racist. Yeah. And, and indeed it is. Um, but I don't know. I've always felt weird about stepping that way. Like, kind of like in the video, you know, where they said the a lot of Black women are, you know, just dedicated to being with a Black man. Um, and even though I never considered myself to be that way, I guess I am. You know, I mean, I think that's probably true. I don't know that that has ever been my hangup, um, but I mean, I guess that's probably true. Um, you know what? When I was growing up, that was never my hangup. Probably my college years, it was a thing, mm-hmm. um, and maybe for a few years post college. Most of my friends who have successful long-term marriages, and this is sad to say, are not married to black men. And the and the lady made that point in the video as well. Like, there's a higher success rate of, um, you know, not getting divorced. You oh. know, um, in the black woman to other race union than it is in the black man to other race union. Okay. This turned into a black men ain't shit conversation. Well, it's not even about, I mean, 
here's the thing. I'm going to send you guys the link or whatever so you can watch it. It's really interesting. And if I were male, I'd probably feel some kind of way. Yeah, if I was a black man, I'd probably feel some kind of way about what she has to say. But um, Because a hit dog will holler? Well, not yeah, even so much. He started out the video with black men ain't financially stable to follow by they can't keep a chick. No, or... that's not. No, I don't think that that's <laughs> what she's saying at all. What? I didn't because... I missed that. What'd he say? What'd you say? You were saying earlier on that the video implied that black men weren't keapable for financial reasons. And then it goes no, on. No, that's not what she said. I think what she said me. was that being financially stable was a criteria to be considered marriageable to be considered marriage material and that's what she called it marriageable yeah yeah but i'm not saying going on yeah i don't think she's saying that black men can't be yeah i don't think that means black men can't be financially stable because there are several black men that are financially stable however um statistics do show that, you know, particularly in the past, I'd say 20, 30 years, um, the incomes of black women have started to exceed the yeah. earning power of black men. Oh, but that's sure. more of an edu that's more of a function of education, education. Yep. than it is of anything else, because in the same roles we still earn less than y'all. Yeah. But we just, you know, as a matter of fact, black women out of all races. Well, other than I think Asian, other than Asians, we tend to be the ones that go for advanced degrees more often. So there's that. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a men ain't shit conversation or black men ain't shit conversation. No, and that's not what the video, the video is not a black man ain't shit conversation, but it does address a lot of the ills um that seem to be frequently present with typical black men well <laughs> and can i say, you say that a lot of, uh, and can is i say it really typical though or is it the imagery i think that typically black men look at the imagery and buy into that bullshit yeah, when you're a teenager, possibly into your mid twenties, I'm forty six years think, old. But no. Every damn Some man of that behavior I know is a good father with a good career. Yeah, you would think, but no. Like I know dudes our age that still are still on that same bullshit. I know dudes oh, no, our age. I know dudes our age who still think you know they Dame Dash or somebody. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like yeah, I've seen them. I wouldn't say that's the multitude, though. No, no, but there's a lot, though. And I mean, think about it this way. If you figure that black women are pretty much outnumbering eligible, eligible black men, like three, three and a half, whatever you call it, almost four to one. And then you take the definition 30% real variable here. <laughs> if you take 30 to 40% of those men who do fit into that criteria, the dating, the pool of available men just gets 
just get smaller and smaller and smaller. I've been single for yeah. years. The pool of available women ain't, ain't untainted. Well, well, oh no, 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 because we got our issues too, for sure. You know? Oh, absolutely. But also, well, uh, that's a whole different discussion. I'll tell you, it's a bunch of Asian women out here. I know. And hell, I was one of them in my twenties. Like, I mean, we've all. Had I get it. Let it out. I think sometimes black men, like other black men, are black men's worst enemies <laughs> because, like, a lot of times, you know, they sit around feeding each other a whole bunch of bullshit. What are we going to do? Like, first of all, I'm not going to put a whole lot of effort in trying to un- undo your social programming. Like, that, that is not my job, not my ministry. So I'm not about to do all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I run up on those dudes, I just, you know. Walk on by. Exactly. I was going to say swipe left, but I don't be online. So... <laughs> Yeah, walk on by, or you know, keep it moving half the time. So, I don't know that video. Like I said, it was just it was very interesting, and you know, they were talking about basically a lot of the black women that want to, you know, get married these days. They might want to start exploring other options, and I don't agree with that. Well, absolutely, you should be exploring all your options. I don't agree with everything. Excuse me, all the good men out here getting ignored. (laughs) (laughs) Let it go. Uh, No, let it go. No, see. Speak what's on your soul. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of good black men out here who aren't necessarily getting ignored i wouldn't say that once they get past a certain age a lot of them aren't making themselves available either that i believe yeah so you know we just and lord knows why because there's so many great women out here available but see some (laughs) of that is though i believe oh when you have a dating pool when you when you have a dating pool that is in numbers two to three times greater right some of that with a lot of these men is they need to start selecting beyond their eyeballs you understand oh yeah and and that's what i was gonna mention earlier um no 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 (laughs) you would think but no no again and i think i've mentioned it before on on this here podcast a lot of these men <laughs> be out here selecting women based on who's going to impress their friends. Now, Visually. like one or two, pod- two, three podcasts ago, both of y'all were describing what type of men you like, and y'all both started with tall and relatively physically fit. I also said, if you were listening, no, you said you more. I just said started because, with, you know, Y chromosome. I also said that being short is not a deal breaker. I also said that. 
here at the end of the day. Because because I have the capacity <laughs> to see past all that. But my preference is visually a tall man. But if I meet a good short man, I'm not gonna be like, oh well he's a good dude, but damn if he's only five foot eight. You know what I mean? Like, nah. At the end of the day, there's a difference between you basically picking someone who is physically attractive to you, right? And then you find mm -hmm. out there's a lot of things about that person that are not compatible with you, right? right? So I believe that a lot, there are more women will just say, hey, you know, we not a good fit, unless they after the dude for something else, right? Like money or, you know, he got a little bit of money, they might put up with a little foolishness, whatever. But for the most part, most women will go ahead and call that quits. Whereas a lot of dudes, when they choose someone that is physically pleasing to them, they'll know that motherfucker is crazy. Or right. they Point find out, out woman when you see one, but okay. I mean, they'll know like well, hell, a lot I've heard so many dudes that are like attracted to crazy because they say the sex is good. That's a whole nother conversation. But right. they'll know that that person is crazy, you know, or they'll see signs of it, or they'll have seven kids and eight different baby daddies. Yeah, I said it. I mean, but yeah, I'm just I saying a lot of things that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a that math, of, don't be mathing, but okay. I, I, I know, I, yeah, I said it, I, I listen. So the whole TV the show thing. is made based on that. <laughs> so they'll, they'll have all these things that, let's just say, is not appealing to them in a, in a mate. But they'll get involved with these women, okay? Just because. Just right. because she got a fat ass, she's super light-skinned, or she got long hair, whatever the reason is. They'll get involved with these women and be with these women for several years for whatever reason may be. Now, what ends up happening is, is a lot of these dudes end up getting caught up when they in situations like that. Sometimes Absolutely. it might be that the woman gets pregnant. Sometimes they actually might, you know, get to develop their friends or they may just be, you know, uh, they may just be vaginally whipped. <laughs> okay <laughs> whatever the case may be a lot of times women they don't even let it get that far i'm not saying all women but the majority of women when they find out that they're not compatible with somebody they'll just be like okay unless they sack chasing and i know that's an old term or whatever and they you know just with the dude for other reasons then they may stay there's but, a lot of people I'm, men and women that are in bullshit relationships and ain't going nowhere. No, no, nowhere. no, no, abso no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I agree with you on that. That there are a lot of women who will stay in bullshit relationships because, and oh, men too, because they feel like they've invested their time. But that's what already. I'm saying. Even to let it get that far, yeah, we're talking about cutting heading that shit off at the past. There are a lot more men who will. You know, because she's cute, because she's whatever. You understand? Yeah. Like I said, it takes me, in most cases, about five minutes. 
less than five minutes. Yeah, I need a little out. bit longer, but it don't take much longer. Yeah. <laughs> to figure out, yeah, nah, this ain't gonna work. And we're more likely to tell a dude, you know, hey, this is not gonna work. Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. But men, on the other hand, they'll sit up and entertain that bullshit because they trying to fuck them or they what whatever. Oh yeah, most men are just complete suckers for good looks. But I don't know. Maybe I overthink things, but it is very clear the things that attract people and the things that make people keepers. But I, I know a hell of a lot of women in bullshit relationships that are just going back for more for whatever reasons. I agree. Matter of fact, but, I would say in most, most cases, of cases. Well, in most in most of those cases, like I said, if you talk to those women, it's generally they don't want to leave because they're invested into the relationship for some reason. <laughs> Which. I mean, I guess I get it. I mean, I don't, I don't be having investments in that way. So, you would have to put on pants and leave the house. <laughs> well, no, I just, I'd rather invest in a, in a good stock than, <laughs> than, than that bullshit. So like, funny. Yeah, like, like, like. I mean, I could be with you for well. <laughs> I, I have been with the dude for years and then, you know, he, he started acting up and I'm like, okay, I'm out. Nah, I guess I feel like worse than wasting, you know, seven years with someone is wasting seven years in a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, nah, you figured out it ain't going to work. It's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as it becomes abundantly clear, this is not a mutually beneficial relationship. I'm out. Well, I'm gonna invest in stock, and I'm I I gotta find me a boot tonight. Just reminds me like it's raining here, and like I love the rain, and it's sexy as shit outside. And trying to be spooning. Oh, spooning, fucking, whatever. Like, <laughs> taking a shower together. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I am that person. Like, if you with me long enough, you already know when it's raining, have your ass naked when I come in the house. Or at least be prepared to get naked. I need that. So, I'm on a mission. Yeah. Start searching for the I'm content. Yeah, I need, <laughs> I need a consistent person to jump when it rains, so... Star search okay. continues. Get them, girl. Wish me luck, people. I, I, I need people to, to leave me alone and let me watch uh, March Madness. Yeah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> um, so, I, know. I so, don't. That's what I'm saying. This is my second favorite time of the year, so. <sighs> Have a glass of wine and be naked at the door. That's all I get. My favorite time of the year, by the way, is when football season and basketball season. I mean, overlap. I'm sorry. Did I just yell on this podcast? You did. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> so sorry. My friend no, ain't talking shit. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess I'm at that age where the most important thing to me is protecting my peace. So I'm I'm just not about to put up with bullshit out of anybody. I'm not gonna do that either. When I don't have to, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not like, doing that either. So yeah. If she swallows, I'll get over a certain extent of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's give and take. Tyler Perry said you're only getting eighty percent of what you want. <laughs> the eighty twenty. Yeah, because Ooh. Tyler Perry, you know, came up with that, sure. No, I said he said it. Okay. Ain't who came up with it, it's who made it famous. We all know this by now. Sure. It's a twenty rule. <laughs> so one Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who I'ma just say we have the same hairline and skin tone. Y'all are highly overrating him. Um, or underrating <laughs> me, whatever it is. But your man said he would sell his semen for a million dollars a pop and rub one out twice a day so he can make two million a day. So between the three of us, realistically, what do you think your eggs are worth? Damn. I mean, my geriatric eggs are probably scrambled. (laughs) (laughs) In my youth, like, I don't know that I would have sold them, to be honest. Listen, I'm not going to say mine's a scramble because I went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago and he just pissed me off. He was yeah. just like, well, when you start dating again, you need to be careful because you're still blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? I am 50. Yeah, I'm, I'm still as well and I'm pissed off about it. Because I'm like, I was promised menopause at 50, and nope, not even close. Yeah, whatever. Get the shit over with. Um, exactly. I'm with you. Anywho, it just depends on what a person deems to be highly desirable traits. Like, I mean, me, I'm intelligent. I'm not. Albert Einstein, genius, you know, whatever, genius level IQ, but I'm intelligent, but even more so, like, I'm creative, I'm different, you know, like, some people value those things. Some people say that they want a kid who's going to be a good singer or a great artist, or they want a very book smart child, so I would prefer my child to have the DNA of somebody who is PhD level or their IQ is at this certain level. So he's putting that value on his semen because he's a celebrity. If he had not been a celebrity, who the fuck would even entertain that shit? They probably laugh at his ass. And there's probably a lot of people still laughing at him, but I bet you if he's serious, he's got some customers. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, um- Offspring in general is overrated. <laughs> so I need you to go hug your child. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wrong week for this <laughs> for this discussion because right now offspring is overrated to me. Um, <sighs> I'm going to stay silent. At the end of the day, it's all a crapshoot anyway. It's all um, a crapshoot because what people don't understand is is that the process of making a human, no matter what the DNA is of the two parents, anything can go wrong. And you be done spit that, that two yeah. million. Yeah, I mean, you start doing chi-squared calculations on, gene, on, on genetic ratios and whatnot. And honestly, 
developmental biology was always my thing. You know, I always liked um, genetics and developmental biology and that kind of thing. And at the end of the day, it's a crapshoot unless you can isolate those genes, which you can, you absolutely can if you have enough money. But who's going through all, you know what I mean? But for most people, <laughs> it's a crapshoot. You can have two super genius parents that give rise to an idiot. <laughs> you can not only have that, but like my point is, is like, you know, God forbid you pay somebody $2 million for their sperm because, you know, whatever you see desirable in that person, you're hoping it gets input in, into your child. But let's just say you got something going on genetically with you that you don't realize that's running through your family. And then that's, that ends up lying, you know, basically exactly. into your child. So it's kind of exactly. like you exactly. spend all that money and now the child has Down syndrome or whatever. Is any of that going to matter? People are silly. And that's why I'm saying it's, a it's all a great... It's a crapshoot anyway. Um, how your genes are going to mix with someone else's. There's also ratios. You know, you might get this three times out of, you know, four or, or two times out of four. Or the possibility of this may only be one in four. I mean, and then for them all to come together at once. The probability. Go have babies with somebody that you can stand. <laughs> you know that helps like that's that's my best advice yeah uh go, go do that hear that nick cannon <laughs> well he's he's making sure that uh his ratios are up <laughs> it was a rolling stone uh, there's gonna be a whole bunch of little cannon children out there dating each other and not knowing it but um Okay. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. all the Cannon children will be walking around like, you know, Nick, my daddy. Well, maybe. You never know. Might be some out there that don't know Nick's their daddy. Possibly. They think they broke ass mama getting that money from. Yeah, she probably ain't. Maybe that's not important to her. I mean, everybody ain't motivated. <laughs> I'm saying, not everybody's motivated by money. Uh, yeah, but if you're randomly getting pregnant by Nick Cannon, I'm going to go. I with was just getting ready to say, if you're fucking with Nick Cannon, knowing yeah. that he out here just spreading them around like that, more than likely your motivation is money. Well, I mean, maybe. Mariah's annoying ass couldn't put up with him no more. Well, I mean, her motivation clearly wasn't money. Nah. His might have been. I'm sure of it. Um, play it, play it. Get your money, Nicholas. Sure. I mentioned March Madness earlier. Mm. So I have a PSA. Mm -hmm. Leave people alone while they're trying to watch the game. Don't be trying to hold conversations. Don't get in your feelings because someone don't want to talk to you because the game is on. This also it, it goes for, um, what, May, June, when the NBA playoffs start. 
Okay. Same thing. Just understand that it's not personal. It ain't about you. <laughs> bring snacks and look pretty. <laughs> yes, dudes. Bring snacks and look pretty. That is your job. <laughs> Quietly. Also, shout out to Stacey Abrams, who did a cameo on Star Trek Discovery, the last episode of the season, where she played the president of United Earth. Great job. I liked it. Also, quit describing people as exotic. It's creepy. Don't do it. But if she has three titties? Um, then you would not then you wouldn't describe her as exotic okay perfect I'm Might saying be whenever somebody um, has feature if they're darker skinned or if, if they're of Indian heritage or or African heritage or Asian heritage and people are like oh they're so exotic that's creepy don't do that how I don't I, I don't I'm okay at I least mean, don't marry him. Anyway. Just because people are not white does not make them exotic. People in this country have a bad habit of calling everybody who looks foreign as exotic. Uh, the other one with men is uh, swarthy. I haven't quite decided how I feel about that one, but it, it gives me the same vibes. Is, what you know, is your it? other swarthy? Swarthy. I've never heard that. Yeah, me neither. Never heard swarthy. You never heard them <laughs> describe someone as swarthy. It really is a nice way of saying that they're dark. Oh. Yeah. Haven't heard that one. You'll, yeah, you'll see it in history books when they talk about uh, people who are historically relevant they will describe them as um as having a swarthy complexion Damn, which really is swarthy you know, the, adjective dark skinned in a yeah which is really them saying next that to they were black and without brother. them putting in the history books that they were black it, it which again not sure how i feel about that one because i think it you know it gives me the same vibes and it's kind of creepy that is people a strong people. title coming okay. soon. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have. That was short and sweet. <laughs> and see, I stood up for you men. So quit saying how much that I, you know, that I hate you because I don't. That means something. Usually. Anyway. It can happen. So, for those of you who have made it this far, if you like the show, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell a hoe. If you don't, tell everybody you know to three foe times. It is the Threesome Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, the Threesome Pod on Twitter. Night night. Good night. I gotta, I gotta go walk the dog. <laughs> <laughs>